people come to me to talk about sex because I love doing it. Move that way a little bit and I'll insert right there. And not everyone that comes to me is psycho or crazy. Kink, polyamory, sexual functioning. Are you having trouble in the bedroom? Do you not know what to do? Well, tune in. You're going to find out. Some people just have anxiety. Okay, I'll just say it for us. Bring it. Hey guys, this is Courtney Jeter, licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Georgia. I am also getting certified as a sex therapist, so guess what? I know what I'm talking about. I'm here to give you advice about sex, love, and relationships. So tune in. You can also find me in Atlanta or at www.sexandrelationshiptherapist.com. So I've been continuing my my social media escapade to you know, do my research and give out there to folks so they know what it's like. Is that your way of saying you've been collecting a lot of dick pics? No. Okay. No dick pics. No dick pics. No dick pics. No fun in that. I know. Or no tit pics either. Or I would share those with you. I would hope so. (laughs) I mean, I have to take care of you and stuff. Yes, you have to. (laughs) No. So, so what was I saying? Oh, I want to fuck. I haven't talked to him in a while. He did, I think, check in at some point. Nothing really came from that. But I was talking to this really nice guy who has a lady friend. and But he was very nice and talking with me about... He's on Thrinder no longer because I guess he signed off. I was Excuse, very sad. Is, he's on Thrinder? Oh, you haven't heard of Thrinder? I don't... You know, I'm I'm old, so I don't know about these Bumbles and Thrinders and, and all Tinders. And is it anything like Tinder? Thrinder is like Tinder. Except? Except Thrinder is to help you find... A third or more. Oh, okay. Though some people seem to be using it for just meeting a single, but it was made to find a third. So couples could go on or people could go on to be a third. Yeah, a threesome. Okay. Great idea. Or you have swingers on there. So couples looking for other couples. Awesome idea. You have those who are in the the kink lifestyle, BDSM. Kink, BDSM, all that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And I like it because people there seem much more laid back, at least in my Atlanta experience, than some of the other apps I've tried. They actually talked with me. It's The only thing about Thrinder that sucks is, so I went to narrow my search down just to find women. Mm -hmm. Nice. There's like one plus me, apparently. So two, two of us in Atlanta that are single women, female, that's it. All other women are like in a couple mm-hmm. or there's all these single men. So I guess for me, that's okay. I think it's time for you to get out and men. meet some people. Well, I'm trying to, but I still have to practice safety and meeting strangers off the uh, the iPhone app internet. Well, you bring your pepper spray and, and um, <clears throat> what do you call those things where you bzz, where you shock people? Oh, a taser? Taser. Bring the, there you go. That's all the protection you need. What if I taser myself? But then there's Happen, and Judd here just sent me a message on Happen. We'll have to read that later. What up, Judd? So Happen is, say you're in Target up the street. Target. Target. And you see this very attractive woman with lots of personality. Oh, for those, of the, for those out there that don't know, personality is code for big boobs. Yes, Troy likes big boobs. I love big boobs. So you see a lovely lady in Target with lots of personality, lots of personality. Lots and you're of like, person. oh my God, you know this girl. Swing low, sweet to, chariots. Yes, I need to at least say hi to her. But you don't want to like walk up to her. You want to see, hey, you know, maybe I can get some more information about her first. You can pull out your phone and you can pull out your Happen app. And Happen tells you when you cross paths with people and how often and where. There are some people I've crossed paths with like 12 times. They probably work in my building or near my building. But still, there's people in my apartment that I, my, my little complex that I cross paths with. So I'm in Tarjay. I see <laughs> a woman with 
huge boobs, like all the way down, like nipple showing. She's beautiful. I pull out my smartphone, pull up. Are you uh, are you sure you weren't at the Claremont Lounge? No, no, it's daytime. Oh, okay. Daytime. Okay. You don't so you, you only go there at nighttime. Okay. I go there whenever they invite me, whenever I get the notifications. Nice. Okay. So if I'm at Target mm-hmm. during the day, pull out the smartphone, and I see that on Hatton mm-hmm. that previously she was at Planned Parenthood. So, well, it won't tell you that. It doesn't say exactly where. It just says near the intersection of Sydney, Marcus, and Piedmont. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I was at Home Goods. So this person was somewhere while I was at Home Goods. And we'll just see what Judd has to say. Oh, see, Judd's kind of cute. See, he has a cute little, little okay, message. Okay, I'm not looking that hard. I don't have my glasses on. Well, I mean, his message. What's shaking bacon? How was you? What's shaking, bacon? See, see, seems like a nice guy. Okay, All let's right. see. Let's check out where Judd and I. No, so Judd and I. It's not creepy. He is right now more than six miles away, but the last time we crossed paths was at Sydney Marcus. All right, stop much? I don't know when I was at Sydney Marcus. Oh, Tuesday. Oh, I was at Michael's getting oh, the, a painting. This is the craft store. Right. Yeah. So somehow Judd and I crossed paths near Michael's. Okay. And then we'll talk to Judd later. Judd's a crafter. Well, we don't know if he was at Michael's. He could have been at Home Depot because he's wearing a cowboy hat. Right. So, you know, he could have been like, you know, working and lumbering and, working and banging lumbering and, and nailing banging. and hammering away. Oh, yeah. So. All that. Go ahead. Okay. Well, good. Well, since you're feeling so great, we're going to talk about one of your most favorite topics. Boobs. No. Your other favorite topic. Strip clubs. Other one. Queefing. STIs. I don't, that never made the list. So yes, it did. It's up there. Trust me. Okay. You, you talk about it all the time, how much I, you love it. I do. Don't I? Yes. You do. You do. But the reason why we're going to talk about some STIs very briefly is so we can talk about safe sex. That's important. I know. I went last week to a college here nearby in town to talk to a bunch of girls about safe sex. Because that's important for us to know, right? Yes. It was a women's college, which is why they're all girls. Entire or I'm sure con- some men would have been there too. Entire conversation. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure your conversation would be different than mine. It'd be, for me, it would be an entire conversation all about pulling out. Bam. That is a very common method, especially for you men. Yes, it is. I, I heard through the grapevine that the reason why men pull out is they like to see. Yes. Yeah. And you heard exactly right. Okay. So I've been well informed then. That was a little new to me, but I guess if you guys like to see, then hey, go right ahead. We need ahead. to see it. This could be why women can't get pregnant, because you have to pull out so you can see yourselves. I'm like, okay. You know, really? that's part of it. The more baby batter on the back, the more excitement. What about on the boobs? On the boobs, on the neck. Just wherever. Wherever. Just not just, your, your clothing, yeah. apparently. As long as it's not on, on, you know, me. Oh, so I can get on me, but not you? Absolutely. How is that fair? I don't make the rules. How is that fair? I don't make the rules. Take it up with the board. Uh, safe sex, but before that, we need to know what we are keeping ourselves safe from. There's a whole lot of little nasties out there, so we need to know how to block them, how to prevent them, yes. how to abstain, how to curtail, all that. Exactly, and Break some aren't so nasty, but some can be very uncomfortable as well. And something that I found on medicaldaily.com, Mm-hmm. There's a whole web address here, but if you just go to medicaldaily.com, folks, you can probably find it, and we will have it on the show notes as well. Is an article about STIs or diseases or infections that you can get that are not considered sexually transmitted. Okay. For instance, Troy. Yes. Did you know that there's a thing called scabies that you can get through sexual contact that is not considered an STI? Sounds fascinating. What is scabies so from my non-medical knowledge folks uh scabies is appears to be similar to 
I guess, bed bug. It's a mite mm-hmm. and it's a skin disorder that you get from the mite and you're having allergic reaction to this little mite and it's from skin to skin contact. So, Troy, we could be having a cuddling session and it's all we're doing and you could give me scabies. So STI and STD are, are interchangeable. They are almost the same thing. STI is sexually transmitted infection, meaning that something, your body has been infected with uh, something, a virus, bacteria, but there might not be any symptoms and it may not alter the functioning of your body. Originally, it used to be called ST, STD, sexually transmitted disease, though a disease is you have a symptom and it can change the functioning of your body. And all these used to be known back in the day, way back in the day, like when my parents were in school as venereal disease or VD. That VD. is not used much anymore. So the medical... I think I'm going to bring it back. You, you bring, bring it back. You can do a rap song about it? Maybe not a rap. Um, you know, I'm going to just hit the streets and just start passing around like, yep, VD, say VD. <laughs> so we're going to bring it back. It's you retro. might not have many friends after that. <laughs> I don't have a lot of friends now. But, okay, you know. well, you might not get any friends after that. That's okay. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> right. So, uh, so most of the medical community, you will typically hear STI or sexually transmitted infection. That's just the more common one. So back to our other infections you can get through sexual contact that are not our typical ones is trichomonosis. Trick. Yep, trick. Mm-hmm. It is more common than chlamydia and gonorrhea. Hey, sexy podcasters, this is Courtney, and this episode is brought to you by goodcleanlove.com, my new favorite personal lubricant. It's organic, and it also helps keep my lady parts pH balanced. It feels great. It doesn't leave any horrible, icky stickiness afterwards, and I get a nice, smooth feeling all night long. So check them out at www.goodcleanlove.com. So is that a... Now, school me again, is that a virus or a bacteria? What's the difference? That one is a bacteria. So virus is something that lives in your body, like the flu. or Just, just squatting in your body. Yeah, it's just kind of squatting there, and it will clear up on its own. You can't treat a virus. You just have to let it run its course. Okay. Okay, so like herpes is a virus. I'm going to get to this in a minute as well. Um, a bacteria is something that is growing in your body growing that typically you can treat with a, a antibiotic get your penicillin out yep yeah so those are the difference between virus and, and bacteria and this is outside of sexual contact as well okay yeah, so now if someone <clears throat> if someone is indeed asymptomatic mm-hmm. that means it's not a std it's more of an infection well asymptomatic just means you don't <clears throat> have a sign of an infection or disease right so like herpes Uh, or even syphilis at times can be in your body Mm -hmm. and you don't have symptoms of it. It's just living in there. So you can appear healthy and normal. You can appear very healthy, very normal. Right. And then all of a sudden at some point, for whatever reason, you begin to show symptoms and you have signs of of the infection. Or you might never and you're known as a carrier. So for our sexually transmitted uh, infections slash diseases, viral are the HPV, or genital warts, mm-hmm. and genital warts is caused by certain HPV strands. Cervical cancer can also be caused by HPV as well, so that's why it's very important for women to get their annual pap smears to make sure that their cervical cells are normal and healthy. Pap it up. Yep, got to pap it up. Uh, herpes, of course, is a virus, and as we have mentioned before, there's eight strands of herpes. There's over 100 of HPV as well. Over 100? Over 100. Are we talking about the same? Okay, so we're talking about the same disease where I see the commercials. These mm-hmm. people are running on the beach, flying kites. Mm-hmm. They're sitting in hammocks. Yeah. They look like they're having the time of their life. They herpes, probably are. Herpes looks awesome. 
based on the commercial. It can't be awesome. It can be? Yeah. We'll talk. There's eight strands of There's it? eight strands. And we'll talk more about it, but um, mononucleosis, also known as the Epstein-Barr virus, is a herpes virus. So the kissing disease that mm. a lot of us have probably had as a little kid. Yeah, I got mine from my parents. That's mono, right? That's yeah, mono. mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you know how to miss school for like three or four weeks because you were contagious and you had to do all your schoolwork and you got lots of presents and gifts and see, herpes is not a bad thing to have. So I mean, just, just just to clarify, <laughs> if my teenager gets hurt, I mean herpes. If my teenager gets mono, he has herpes. It's certain that they got it from making out. So if they give you some no. little lie like, oh no 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 no, can no. you get it from drinking? Yeah, you can get it, yeah you can get it from drinking after someone, eating after someone, just being in close contact. But the likelihood is making out, right? Of course. Well, I mean, you're having you know bodily well, fluid changes. Well, you said a teenager, and, yeah. so teenager and making that's like you know that's inevitable. Probably. I know. And I know his teenager son. He's adorable. You always hear teens say, I did not get it from making out. It's like. They probably got it from making out. Well, we can't always say that. They might not have. They could have been sitting in close proximity of someone like the flu. If you sneeze, you could get the flu. There is no way in hell I'm going to buy that my teenager. (laughs) He is cute and adorable. He's probably making out right now as we're talking about this. (laughs) His poor mother. All right. So uh, hepatitis A, B, and C is also a virus. Okay. And, of course, HIV, AIDS uh, is a virus as well. These cannot be cured, though they can be managed. So, yes, you can be running along the streets in your little skates or on the beach with your kite or swaying in your hammock and having a time of your life. And you just have full-blown HIV. You could. You could, yeah. Mm -hmm. Having a time of your life. Man, those people look like they're having a ball out there. Yeah, see? Riding horses and mm-hmm. They just everything. have to learn how to manage any symptoms they might have from it. Yeah, they don't want to infect those horses. Right. So. We have to look out for our equine population of the world. Yeah. Now, the bacterial STIs slash STDs are chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, and vaginitis. Uh, these can be treated with medications. So That's typically, right. go to your doctor. They give you an antibiotic um, of some sort. Uh, you get some kind of cream or pill, or whatever. Um, People are still out there doing cartwheels and backflips. Uh, I, I of chlamydia, don't they know, know if they I know it, it could be cured. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you could go to CVS, you know, one night at like 12 p.m., like midnight, because all of a sudden your gonorrhea, you know, came to life. Mm-hmm. So you're dragging your best friend there with you, and then after a few days, you're good. Right. Hence it's, why you're doing cartwheels. It's gone. Just and take your medication. In the parking yeah. lot, like, oh, I just got some gonorrhea. Exactly. I got chlamydia and nothing. Not exactly. going to ruin my weekend. Yeah. You know, it's just like when you get, I'm trying to think of some illness, the flu. Yeah. You know, you have it for a while. Or a sinus infection. You have it for a while. You look kind of gross. You sound gross. But then after a while, you're good. You have some discoloration, some bumps, yeah. a few mushrooms. It's okay. You're going to go swimming later anyway. <laughs> so. Please. Well, well, hopefully the chlorine will kill anything that you leave you in know? the pool. So, however, though, with bacterial infections, uh, if these are left untreated, some can cause further medical problems or death. Like syphilis used to, when it was not treated back in the day before we had medications, it actually was a f- common cause of death uh, amongst people because it really affects the brain. And yeah, this, this, yeah. Um, you know. So you want to get treated. This death thing sounds really scary, okay? That, death is, yeah. It's, that, I mean, it might not be scary, but we might want to try to at least delay it as much as possible. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. thinking yes on that. So, yeah. okay, so, Courtney, you're throwing a lot of uh, concerning things at me. You, I'm you're sorry. throwing out some, some, um, some names that some people may find a little hard to pronounce. Exactly. <clears throat> so that is why we have safe sex tips that we know how to best prevent 
any transmission of anything they can get sexually, um, even if it is a untraditional sexual transmission infection like Zika, which we now know can be treated or transmitted sexually. All over the news. Mm-hmm. Typhoid yeah. fever. I uh, don't know if we're going to be traveling much, but if we do, we could transmit typhoid fever. Um, again, scabies. Scabies. Trick. Yep. And then all of our other common ones. So what do we need to do? My first advice is communication. I think I say this a lot. Communication is key. It is important. It is very important. We need to communicate need with to people. talk. Open your mouth and speak. Exactly. Talk to your partner. Yes. Know your sexual histories. Let me share my history with you, Troy, and let you share yours with yeah, me. Yeah, but, you know, this communication thing, I understand it in theory, but nobody does it nobody initially. Does. And that's no, why we're e- going to the no, clinics. No, easier said than done. walks up to the bar and says, hey, before we bang, <laughs> or before where I think I know where this is going, right. I need to let you know right. that I have... The Zika virus, or right? Whatever. It if is. you think, if you know, you have the Zika virus. Now, if you're in the bar, Andrew, and you're walking up to someone, maybe you don't need to be walking up to them and and taking them home and having sex with them if you know you have Zika virus. No, but it, the reality of things is, like for instance, I've heard a lot of people say everyone has herpes, so it's it's socially right? it's socially acceptable not to tell someone that you have herpes. It should be understood. I disagree. It should be understood. I disagree. So herpes, one type of herpes, or uh, oral herpes, or around the mouth, okay, yes, is socially accept- acceptable, because people have that. You get that from drinking after someone. It's like a cold sore. It's not that gross. But genital herpes, oh, no, there's still stigma there. You tell someone, I have genital herpes or herpes too, and it's like, oh, my God, you're, like, gross, you're filthy. You're like, No, it just means that you have a form of herpes. So some people are scared to tell others that they have herpes, but we have to communicate that because you don't want to pass that on to someone and then them get herpes. So it's just responsible. So it's one of those you might want to communicate with a, a partner that you trust and feel comfortable with. But you might not be wanting to go out to the bar and just hooking up with someone. Mm. Or if you do, we're going to talk about other ways that you can have safer sex. But So you can't really in, indulge in a whole one night stand because you could. You it's c- just kinda not the- as safe. Yeah, I mean, it would kind of kill the the vibe if you, mm-hmm. you know, your stars are aligned and everything, yeah. you know, this person is their DTF. And then it's like, okay, hold up. Let me break out this PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and educate <laughs> you <laughs> on herpes and how this no, concerns but I, you. I think you touched on something that's very real. Like, mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. talks about it. Nobody. No one does. No. You, you know when they do talk about it is when they're six months into the relationship. Oh, and by the start, way. And they start deciding to be right. serious about this person. Mm-hmm. They oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And then one says, oh, my God, your test came back with herpes. And you're like, oh, I just found I, out about it. I just like, forgot to tell you. Let me you. tell you about yeah. the time I was overseas. Yeah. And so. Exactly. So, but someone who has herpes might also not want to have random hookups because changing sexual partners can flare herpes as well. So one way that someone manages their own herpes is Troy by true. True. <laughs> he, he's familiar with it, folks. True. True. So you know, you might want to protect yourself as well and not have yourself. a flare up. So having certain partners is going to be better for you. You know, let me get your take on this because you're the okay. professional. You're the therapist. I knew a young lady. I've never been biblical with her. But mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a friend of mine. Is that what we're calling it now? Biblical? Biblical. Okay. Long time ago, she explained that she, upon first meeting a man, she would never have sex with him with the lights off 
because she felt like she wanted to examine the body. Not okay. not formally <laughs> like, you know, just looking, but, yeah. you know, during the foreplay and everything, she actually wanted to see if the men had, you know, lesions or bumps or discolorations. Okay. You know, is that something, have you ever heard of anything like that? Because oh, I have. One of my friends uh, from high school, her mom told me, before you do anything with a boy, you got to look at his penis and make sure it looks normal, which I'm not sure what normal looks like to her because I've seen a lot of penis in my day and they're all looking kind of different to me. Well, but, I mean, if, if, you, if you... But if there's something oozing from it yeah, or some you, kind of, you, you know, redness there, that's probably a good discoloration sign Discoloration or mushrooms or something. Yeah, we probably want to stay away. Yeah. Right, but that's not always the best way either because some people, as we just said, can be asymptomatic. Well, if you see mushrooms, I would think you probably right. want to move on. But if someone doesn't have an active outbreak, break of say herpes or they are carrying the hpv virus you don't always see that so that's True. not the best way to say hey okay your penis looks good or your vagina looks good so we can not use condoms now we're good we'll just do this unprotected you know what someone needs to come up with some sort of like litmus paper they've done li- that oh yeah where you yeah. can like drop it in their whatever drink or on their junk and be like no well i don't know if we have the litmus paper yet but we someone has come up with an std detecting condom which we'll talk about that shortly because fucking awesome it's really not i don't like it's not i don't like that idea you're promoting people to i know but i there's a reason why we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that producer andrew's really into this folks so he's trying to you know move this along no i'm just interested (laughs) in how that detection comes about does it like it It changes color like, like, does it, is there like a skull and cross and bones on it or? Is no, that mean, it just changes That means color. go. That <laughs> means go. It's like means, one, yes. one stripe is you're not pregnant. Two stripe is you are. Skull means don't go there. So if you see a picture Treasure of, pot of, means of, a, get, of a sun and clouds and happy bunnies, that means this person's infected. <laughs> I would think away. that would mean, hey, let's go have a good time. But hey, no. I guess our perceptions could be different. Absolutely. So back to communicating. We also need to know, are we in a committed relationship with monogamy or are we having an open relationship? Because that also changes how you protect yourself and your partners or partners yeah. as well. It depends on what day of the yeah, week it is. Exactly. And as we just talked about, do we have a current STI? If we do, we need to disclose that to our partners. It's the right thing to do. Right. They need to be well educated on exactly what they have or what they could be getting from you or Mm -hmm. anything. And if you have a bacterial infection, hey, get that treated, then go start banging people. You need to ask them like, hey, have you been overseas lately? If so, where? Uh, Did you use protection? Did you walk barefoot? I know those mosquitoes, they they can get you. They they get you. (laughs) So also we have to be careful because the reason why it's good to disclose our sexual history and status or what was currently going on sexually is there are actually some states who have prosecuted people and brought legal charges because they transmitted a sexually transmitted disease uh, or infection knowing they had it to other people. Now, how did they determine that the person knew? Hey, guys, it's your sex therapist, Michaela Black here. And I want to tell you guys about a wonderful lubricant that I personally love to use. It's called Allocadabra. Allocadabra is 100% natural and organic. The main ingredient is aloe, so it's soothing. It feels natural. It's wonderful. And they have all these different flavors. They have lavender. They have the coconut. They have peppermint made with essential oils. So if you guys are looking for a great lube, try out Allocadabra at www.allocadabra.com. So this is a very uh, 
an area that there's not a lot of information. I did a paper on it in, in or my graduate school on HIV transmission. Some states actually have very clear laws. Some states don't have clear laws, uh, but they do. They can track people and they can figure out someone knew. Yes, I had this. Like if they went to the doctor and they have doctor's records saying we tested this guy or female, uh, you know they got their results and then they had sex after that. Well, you kind of know that. Dry. So no, uh, listen, they can like. People can go in and pinpoint if there's an Mm -hmm. HIV breakout or whatever, they can pin it down to who went where Mm -hmm. because they test who had sex with who at what point, when, and they timeline. Yeah, and then and some of the infections, the strands, they can match the strands. So if I gave you something, Troy, then they can test your blood and see what strand it is and test mine to see did you get it from me or did you get it from Andrew? Because I'm just throwing that one out there. Like, hey, we match. I know. See? So we need to be careful because we don't want legal charges coming against us as well. No, we do not. I mean, we don't want to be voluntarily and knowingly giving someone an infection that might or might not be curable. I mean, that all sounds bad. Number one, you get sent to prison. Number two, you get sent to prison and you got an STD. So question. Yeah. If you guys got herpes from someone and you knew and you could legally sue them, would you do it? Hell yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Absolutely. Well, did I answer too fast? I yep. don't know. Okay, so I'm not sure. if I discovered from a okay. physician that I am now active with the herpes, right? like full-blown comical mushrooms, the whole nine. There's no mushrooms with herpes, but go on. You know what I mean, okay? <laughs> it all looks like Mario Brothers down there, okay? <laughs> and I'm running on the, on the you know, beach, everything, mm-hmm. and I found out the person, the woman who gave it, and I can sue them. And in the I, state you, might you got be able it, to. there is a, there's compensation for it. Yes. Because yeah. everyone has a different law. So right. let's yes. say, for instance, Georgia has, I forget what Georgia's is, but yeah. You can get 20 grand off of them or whatever. I'm bringing the judge and the jury to her front <laughs> step. Like, yes. <laughs> we had the black light out and everything. Yes. Ding dong. How's it going? Hey, haven't seen in a while, but uh, you see these I might, people? You know, I might at least go after them to pay my medical bills. Because with, with something that's long-term, that could be expensive. And if I knew someone gave it to me and knowingly, then, yeah. If it was unknowingly, then... Is there a way I can get everything? Like, okay, you continue to pay my medical bills uh, indefinitely, plus rent, plus Okay, gas. now you're just being greedy. I mean, well, number one, I need gas to get to... Well, you need that before you had whatever okay, infection Okay, but now I need had. extra gas to get to my doctor's appointments. I need extra groceries because... I'm on a special diet, so it doesn't inflame this. And that's real, by the way. Also, we need to get tested and share our results. Share it, like, on social media or? Well, if you really want to do that, you can. Like, you know, get your little. I didn't, I didn't know. Like, that was guys, a, I'm clean. I didn't know that was a status on Facebook. It like, probably will be after this podcast. Indeed. I know. Be Troy Vaughn getting SC, uh, Troy STI Vaughn, tested com- right now. Complicated or Troy Vaughn <laughs> undecided. <laughs> so, so we want to get tested. I recommend um, testing at least once a year or with every new partner. I can get with that. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to get tested too much because cause that can cause anxiety. Uh, but, you know, once a year, even every six months is reasonable. But we don't want to go in every month because then some things just don't show up that quickly as well. Like HIV may not show up for a good yeah, period of time. HIV has a little dormant period. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you may it, have to do it more than once. Yeah. Now, with that, would you consider that as a lady, would you consider that a romantic evening if a man picked you up and said, you know, I have a whole 
night plan for us. You know, <laughs> uh, he, one of those stops involves a clinic where we get tested, you know. Well, you are talking to me. Okay. Maybe I'm not the best person to be asking. Okay, scratch I, this, that. Is, this is the person who wants to go on sex with me to the ER. Nice. I know. So that I yeah, would but I don't like the like, reason oh that gosh, you want to go. Awesome date. I don't like the reason that you want to go because this whole penis fracture thing has <laughs> been keeping me up at night. So. Oh. There are some instant tests. I know HIV has the a minute test. test. Um, I recommend just going and getting the the full blown panel. Um, if you are not currently positive with any of the viral infections, if you are positive and you have the test showing that, then there's really no reason to get tested again. Uh, but I recommend just going to your doctor, letting them take their urine or blood test and sending it off to a lab and letting them test it uh, that way. Now, if a test comes back uh, positive and you have no symptoms, you might want to ask, hey, can I get this retested? That's happened to me before. A test came back positive, and I'm like, oh, there God. is, I know. I was very traumatizing, actually. Well, I was like, there's no way that I have, I've had this infection. I'm sorry. Like, would, things need to I happen. I would sue that clinic. Things would, need to happen for, for me to get this infection. Those things have not been happening for quite some time. So, unless, if, you know, something's going on in some public bathroom that I need to know about. Anyway, so I asked them. I'd like to get, actually, I... I wanted to get retested and they didn't want to. So I went to my own doctor and they retested me, did an exam, and everything was fine. See, if I had a clean slate, I would laminate it and to a business card. And Actually, that's a good <laughs> idea. And start handing it out and at the bar? Yes. I'm yeah. You know how many What if you don't have a clean mean? slate? What's that? What if you don't have a clean slate? If I don't have a clean slate? Are you still get laminating on a business suing. card? <laughs> if I don't, I'd still be at the bar. <laughs> uh, so so get the full panel um, with every new partner so if we're in a threesome or if we're swinging or if we just have a lot of other partners for an open relationship you might have to get tested a little bit more than you normally would um, so we, we're talking about mm-hmm. all the things we can do to protect ourselves and to be safe now check this out I understand that unfortunately in life there are double standards right okay don't always condone them right but they exist I have heard this from several men I want to get your men. take on that. Heard okay. this from several men. Okay. That they feel like if they meet a woman who has several condoms already on her, mm-hmm. they feel like that's slightly a turn off. Like she may be. Why is that turn off? Kind of. Well, a turn off in, in the sense of maybe she gets around a lot or she's okay. slutty. So, so is that the same then as if, Troy, you and I meet on Thrinder and we decide to meet and you show up with like two condoms in your wallet? Does that means you're hoping to get laid that night? Like that means I'm just, meeting, you know, Or you're coming prepared in case. Just coming prepared in case. So why can't a woman also come prepared just in case? Because that means she's loose. I mean, she... Does that she, mean you're loose too? That's what I'm saying. You Don't and your personalities there. over there? I'm just saying. You know I'm married, right? So I know. I, you know. I know, but you're still fun to use an example because you're I married. I know. I mean, it just means that that means that she gets around a lot, that she knew it was going down. I just saying it's a double standard. It does not mean she gets around. I mean, she is being a responsible citizen and and keeping herself safe and advocating for herself because some men, believe it or not, won't show up with condoms. True. Oh, that's just a shot to honestly. I think that's just a shot to the male ego. Probably the man just has to. Get over. provide and protect i mean it's that thing where it's like uh you know you have a lot of guys who say you know i won't do sloppy seconds it's like well True. you don't think that that woman has never been with another man and they're just you know they're 36 years old and they're walking into your bedroom for the first time right like, you're delusional 
right? Like, and she's having, and she's that your, good as never emotions. having sex before. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she just yeah. knew how to do all those positions, you know, without any instruction. Like, well, I do agree. Some men feel like okay, they thought coming onto the date that they were the ones pursuing, and right. the woman was a prey. Like, no, if she has a condom, it turns out you could have been the prey. She could have been the one pursuing you. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. sounds that's I, sexy. You know, almost at that point, the problem isn't her; it's you. Mm-hmm. It and hurts that you. Standard oh, issue. Yeah. yeah, it does. See, that's what we're, we have a lot to put up with. You guys just don't get it sometimes. So yes, women keep and men, but women as well keep condoms handy. You never know when you might need one. You know, Troy and I have known each other for a while, and he's not married, or he's in an open relationship with Candace. And hey, we're like, hmm, we need to try this new sex position for the podcast. And hey, we got condoms, so awesome, we can you got do a this. Fishbowl of condoms. I know. There we go. All right. Tell me about these whistleblowing condoms, man. Okay, so so producer Andrew really wants to know about the what he's now calling whistleblowing condoms, or otherwise known as STI detecting condoms. Snitches get stitches. I know, and so these were, <laughs> so these were actually created by um, kids. I think they do. Aha! See, older children than six no, or seven. So you can give kids. I think condoms. they were. I don't recall off the top of my head. I read the article a while back, but I think they were like high school, like late high school aged children kid teenagers not children teenagers uh and they i mean very smart obviously but they came up with a condom that if there was an sti on your partner or on you the condom would change color to indicate i think they i believe they said like each color meant a certain uh, infection you know what i i, I, know. I get where you're going okay and off top i think it's a great idea right a novel concept right However, think about how many fights exactly. have started due to, like a false, due, due to like a false positive. Exactly. Or, <laughs> or that, not only that, okay, but asymptomatic. So say someone is married for a year, okay, and they never got tested ever in their courtship or their marriage or whatever. They They've never had got something tested. for two, and three they years. Only, and they only <laughs> dated for maybe six months to a year. And someone, you know, got herpes before that time period, but they didn't know it. And now all of a sudden their marriage, they're showing positive for herpes. That could cause a fight, divorce. I mean, someone sitting in my office and me having to educate on how this could have possibly happened that this person didn't know. So, number one, always opt for long engagements. Okay. (laughs) Take your time. (laughs) That's another topic as well. But, yes, we don't have to rush into things. Number two, um, you know, to avoid a Chris Brown, Rihanna situation, uh, you may want to be <laughs> a little bit more specific because it may come up that the person may be positive for trick or scabies or whatever, but it could, you know. Right. Well, I don't happens. think there's a testing for trick or scabies. Or um, anything bad. Right. Anything that'll get you but out on also, that beach running barefoot. Exactly. But think about the other negative of this is you have a lot of, as you just said, kids having sex. Yes. Okay. So someone uses one of these condoms and they're a teenager and the condom turns color. The next thing you know, you have probably bullying going on in that school, people harassing these students. I mean, hopefully someone isn't, you know, going to the extreme of trying to take their life because of the bullying and the harassing, you know, but a lot of shame and guilt as well. So we don't want that to... We, we, yes, we want to stay protected and we want to be informed, but there, I feel there are better ways to do that than using a condom Indeed. that could tell you in the moment and not a good moment, hey, something's going on here. Hence why I say 
give the little rugrats regular condoms. <laughs> give little Tommy, Angelica, and the twins. Give you know, them. No, they're grown up now. Yes, you know what? That's that is so weird. So all these little rugrats are like over thirty now. I know, and they look that so is, funny. That's crazy. And they have their own kids. I, some of them have grandkids because. No one gave them a condom <laughs> while they were rugrats. So what kind of condoms are we talking about? So we obviously have the male condoms, the latex and the non-latex. Sesame Street condoms for the, you know. I, I've not seen those. Um, unfortunately, there's not many, a variety of non-latex condoms, but there's a variety of latex condoms out there. Colors, the colors flavors, flavors, textures. Um, but you mentioned a while polyurethane, so that's a... Yeah, that's a non-latex condom. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you have... It's not like you're without options. I'm not without options, but, you know, it's very limited options. I mean, what do you want? You know, while you get to use, like, little ribbed or tingling sensation or whatever, I don't. Spiked and, you know, spiked, jagged and... Spiked condoms with whiskey. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I don't know All if I would suggest that. So late male condoms can be used for intercourse, oral sex, and anal sex. Not going there, but okay. Some people do. There's also now the female condom. Have you ever used a female condom? No, I have not. I have not because the first one, I believe, was latex. The second one is actually latex-free. Uh, so I could actually try that one. But it is a condom that inserts into the vagina. So it's similar. It's just similar to the male condom, except you pinch it, you insert it into the vagina, and it actually covers a little bit more area than the male condom. So you have a little bit more protection than with the male condom. Gross. Not gross. It just sounds weird. It looks weird. You know, I, I thought I can't you, comment on on how it actually is. Where I thought you were going, I thought you were headed towards dental dams and all that stuff. That's that word that's coming up. Dental the, dams. Yeah, dental dams are coming up. Does anybody uh, potties out there? Does anybody actually use dental dams? I don't even I don't even know what a dental dam looks like. Okay, so the dental dam actually was a dental tool, actually used by dentists to cover the mouth to protect from infection while doing a dental procedure. Right. Someone's had this bright idea to like, hey, we can use these during oral sex to give oral sex to a male or or female and prevent against transmission of disease. Except they apparently were not the most protective item or the most reliable. So a company... uh, Or the coolest. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's better than... than, what, what is that stuff? Saran, saran wrap. wrap. Yeah, it's better but than that. you can find saran wrap anywhere. Yeah, but I can't, I would not recommend that. Why not? So, Discrim- so they're probably not the coolest, Discrimin- but they do provide coverage in case someone might have an infection or you don't know their sexual history, you want to use it. But the dam to get now is Sheer Dam by Glide Health. These are FDA approved. Um, it's just a thin sheet uh, that you can lay over a part of the body to protect from transmission. And I'm trying to remember here. That's that's all. This, okay, hashtag saran wrap matters. Okay. Saran wrap does not matter. It does matter. So anyway, so we also, and we are already talked about the STI condom, but there's a finger condom. The finger condom. I wish people could have, we had beer right now, seeing us and our fingers up in the air here. So you can get a little condom to go on your finger. So if you want to, you know, do anal play or vaginal play, you can protect your finger and protect. Protect the, your finger from what? Any type of transmission? Oh, for the people that... so For you or your partner? So you don't want people to do any, like, butt and ass play and then lick their finger because that's bad. Well, no, yes. We don't want to do that because we could get some other kind of illness from bacteria growth and feces that we don't want. But you want to protect from... Because some... You could get... If you have an open wound on your finger, uh. 
you know, or if they have an open wound in their anal or vaginal area, then uh. there could be a transmission there. Now, just be careful that it only covers your finger mm-hmm. and you have the rest of your hand to worry about. Mm-hmm. So we still have to have some precaution, but you can get a finger condom. Well, what about porn stars who do a lot of ATM action? That's right. I and mean, for that's those, crazy. And for those out there, ATM, ass to mouth. Just education. Thank you. I'm mad. Well, I'm, that, it's not an indictment on me that I know what that means, but you know what I mean. He's just here to educate us, folks. Right. I'm wearing well, a Well, I would today, hope okay? that our porn stars and producers would be responsible and be checked for infections. And as they're doing, I guess, ass to mouth, which I have not seen that particular porn, but I might be tonight to go find out what yes. we're, we're doing here. Um, I do not recommend going from the ass to the vagina or to the mouth because again there can be a transmission of but it bacteria ass to mouth ass to vagina maybe vice versa. They, maybe they've cleared out their body by using um what is that thing called um you know when you put up your ass loofah? and you not a loofah don't put loofah up your ass what is that the enema thank you can think of a, i can think it was epidural I'm like that's not what it is they might uh-huh. use it. <laughs> that could be fun, but that's not what it is. Hey, hey, look. They uh, might use an enema to make sure that there's, you know, there's clean, a clear yeah. passage. Yeah, clear. But, but for sexual play that's not in a porn video, because we are not porn stars here, folks, uh, if whenever we have any anal play, we always need to make sure that we either change the condom or we clean off the penis or whatever, or the, the dildo vibrator, whatever was finger, whatever was used in the anus before putting it to any other part of the body. So porn stars are not the go-to example for No. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they have no. some, some of the world's leading scientists in Palo Alto, California. I'm sure or, they or, do. But, so. but porn is like, you know, the WWE, or it's like a movie. It's like Harry Potter. It's not reality. So, yeah, so we have finger con. Oh, no. So you have to watch out for open wounds on your fingers and your mouth. So, Troy, the next time you decide to open your relationship, um, don't floss your teeth. Don't floss my teeth. Now, the Before last going th- on a date that might lead to sex. Yeah, because. Yeah. Well, okay. Now, my dentist said I should floss my teeth often. Right. So we want to floss our teeth often, but we also want to take precaution that flossing our teeth creates little wounds in the gum Therefore, could open the way for transmission of an infection or disease. Right, right. Because no, right. because mushrooms in your gums, not sexy. Right. Or anywhere in your body, not, not sexy. sexy. Right. We, we want to try to prevent that. So don't you wash your teeth to, before. Don't someone wash asked, your teeth. Right, someone asked me once, well, how long can I wait? I'm not a dentist. Um, I would say each person's body is different. So some people's bodies heal wounds quicker. Uh, some are longer, so you have to go based on your body. And if there's still redness or bleeding, probably an indicator that there's an open wound so there. So stay away from the floss. Don't floss, floss afterwards. Floss afterwards. Use the mouthwash, floss afterwards. Mouthwash afterwards, not mm-hmm. before. You don't right. want Smurf Village right. growing in your gums. Right. Okay. So or after, anywhere in your body. Anywhere in your body. That's not right. cool. All right, Osrio. Right. Let's go. Okay. So we are... Watching out for open wounds in our hands and fingers. So Indeed. ladies and men, we might want to avoid manicures as well before a date. Again, sometimes... There's, there's so many rules here. I know. Well, again, sometimes, you know, I've gone to get, to get a manicure or a pedicure, and sometimes they accidentally cut the skin, and there's an open wound, and Ouch. then I go and start playing around with someone. And, and someone's infected now. Yeah. Then or, you sue the nail salon, then you own a nail salon. Yes, I've always wanted to own a nail salon. There you go. Free That's how you grow business. for the rest of my life. So, Courtney, you, you own your own nail sooner. salon. We all can come and get, you know, foot massages and pedicures for free, right? 
Exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, we'll do let's, the, let's the make friends and family discount for you. Let's make that happen. Okay. We're going to make that happen then. So, so yeah, so we need to be mindful of any open wounds anywhere on our body where something could be transmitted. Indeed. Yes. All right. So Troy, have you learned about safe sex? Yes, I have. Good. I've learned that, um, kids, if you get a <laughs> condom in Halloween time, uh, it's as good there as are candy. not a lot of nasty people out there. People are not nasty. People might need to be educated and informed, and people need to be responsible. We might have some irresponsible people out there. Yes. Uh, Lysol does not uh, kill all bed mites, right? I think they kill 99.9% of germs. Okay. So So, Lysol might be the way to go. Okay. So we might want to Lysol the bed down first. All right. right, Or at least wash the sheets. And ladies. Or bring your own sheets. Ladies, if if you're in sexual congress with a man, if he pulls it, out of your ass and he attempts to put it in your mouth you may want to or say your ho- vagina or your vagina you may want to say hold on buddy yeah yeah we gotta clean that thing off first right gotta or clean change it off. That condom i hope our little our sexy podcasters out there were listening as well and if they have any questions they can always find me at www.sexandrelationshiptherapist.com they can check the site for our show notes if they have questions or need to fi- figure out how to find this female condom or the article on other diseases that can be transmitted through sexual contact uh, and Troy, where can they find you at? Well, you know, they can always find me on the interweb at www.weareringside.com. Yes, indeed. I am your favorite part-time stripper, part-time megachurch pastor, but full-time dating commentator. Follow me on the Twitter if you're out there tweeting and queefing. Follow me at we are Ringside. Don't forget the hashtag we are Ringside. I hope you get a lot of queefs this week. I, I intend to. Good. Yes. All right, Troy. I'll see you next time. Smell you later. Bye. Hey, Troy. Did you know that the Let's Talk Sex podcast is not a replacement for your own medical doctor or mental health professional? Now you tell me. Let's Talk Sex is here to educate you, Troy. It's also here to give you information, but we cannot diagnose or treat you through our podcast. Now, what's the number to 911 again? 911. Got it. Perfect.